baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good evening, folks. It's time for It's News to Us. This is episode six. You can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on Spotify. And now you can find us on the Odyssey app. Uh, Yay, that's a big deal. Big deal, big deal. Um, If you listen to us, if you listen to our newscasts and our uh, programming on the Odyssey app, all you need to do is go to the WRVA page, scroll down a little bit, click on the It's News to Us icon. All of our episodes are there. Um, we do this almost daily. Um, you know, we don't do weekends and, and there may be a few weekdays here or there where we don't do them, but, uh, it's news to us episode six and actually all the way through episode one are now available on the Odyssey app. So please download them, um, and, uh, you know, listen to them and, and make what we're doing here valuable. So, <laughs> so, um, we'll get right into it. Obviously our, our top local story and, and really it's still sort of going on as we're talking to you right now. Um, hopefully the the biggest part of it is over is the uh, severe storms that came through this afternoon. Really, this has been a story pretty much from Fredericksburg all the way uh, down uh, south and east. Yeah, they were saying that these storms that uh, formed, I guess, probably around 2 or 2.30 this afternoon, really kind of formed around Fredericksburg and kind of really followed the path of I-95, uh, at least the center part of that. So you saw like, uh, you know, a large part of the storm uh, hit, you know, of course, Spotsylvania, but then Caroline, which had a lot of report of damage and oh, uh, yeah. and uh, power outages. And then it went into Hanover and uh, particularly the eastern part of Hanover, a lot of outages, a lot of damage reports. I've seen pictures of trees down in in Hanover. Uh, a good good friend of both of ours uh, posted a picture of uh, of a tree down in front of his house in, in Hanover. Thankfully, not in his house, but in, in oh, well, that's that's good. Can he get out? Um, I think he can, but he's going to have a lot of work in his front yard. So yikes! Okay, and then this these storms went into Henrico, then down to the city of Richmond, Chesterfield, the Tri Cities. And as we're recording this now, it's on its way to Emporia. So basically, it's going down the path of I-95, causing power outages, down trees, all that sort of stuff. Uh, Yeah, and that uh, caused for, you know, a lot of interruptions in our programming with the EAS, which, of course, keeps you up to date and and alert with uh, storms that are in the area. And what we try to do, and actually I've been trying to do this a lot more, uh, not only with weather type stuff, but also with, uh, for example, the uh, the hearings, uh, the January 6th hearings, is I did uh, put up the uh, video from NBC 12, our weather partner, um, while they were doing the live reports. So if you ever think that you might want to find breaking news that's going on in video and, and you know, can't get to a TV we're going to try and link as much of that as possible so that you can you can get updates if we're not out in the field ourselves. And in fact, sometimes we are out in the field ourselves, but right. uh, we're going to try to link that. We're just trying to give you many different ways to get information. More information is good. And we should probably say that there are a lot of people without power in the right. area. And if you do not have power, it's very beneficial. And the power people always say this. Please report your outage. Report your outages. And of course, don't assume that they know that your power is out. 
And another reason why it's good for us to post the NBC 12 video stuff, because if you don't have power, you can't turn on in your TV, but there's a good chance you'll be able to watch on your phone, you know, right. if, if the cell signals are still working in, in any sort of situation. And you still have juice in your phone. Exactly. exactly. It's, this is why it makes sense to keep your phone pretty, pretty powered. Um, yeah. So again, severe storms, and we're looking at being under a thunderstorm watch, I want to say till 10 p.m. tonight, correct? Um, I'm not sure about the watch time, but it seems about right. Uh, maybe, maybe a little earlier than that, because, um, I think, and it's, I think it's nine or 10, something like that. I mean, I, I kind of caught me there. I don't really no, know. <laughs> you know, you, you may, you may, I, I vaguely recall saying 10 PM. I thought you might've had the number right in, right in front of you, but you know, no, I was really kind of keeping track of the warnings as they head down South. Uh, and, that, and, and that makes much more sense. This is proof folks that we don't actually like script what we're doing. Um, <laughs> You know, sometimes we just throw questions at each other, but right. we are under a watch for this evening. Just be aware yeah. of that. So. Yeah, and keep in mind that these storms are moving from north to south. So if you see a big cell to the north of you thinking, well, that's moving east, I'm I'm in the clear. Yeah. Not necessarily because these storms are moving south. And, and Andrew Frieden was saying, well, you know, it's because of this high pressure system that's to the west of us. That's kind of providing a wall between us and extreme heat that's going on in the Midwest. You may have heard of 100 degree weather going on in the Midwest. Well, the reason we're not getting that is because that wall is there. And that wall of high pressure is causing the jet stream to move more from north to south. And so that's why these storms are moving in that peculiar way. And for the folks who aren't listening, but watching the video, I'm not ignoring Jeff. I'm actually looking to see if I could get the uh, time for the watch as I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking, looking off to the, and it is until 10 p.m. So I was oh, very good. Very good. Yeah. So, so moving off that up, it was actually a fairly newsy day today, you know, outside of the severe storms. Um, one, Henrico police made um, two additional arrests in the shooting death of a Henrico girls basketball player. Um, this was back in May. Um, you may remember this story. Actually, predominantly because of the way it first started, it led to a backup on the Shaco Valley Bridge. And that's because when they were taking uh, Diamond Brown Mosby, uh, the girl who was shot and killed, to the hospital, they eventually pulled over on 64 and alerted a police officer who was in a in a zone where they were dealing with a disabled vehicle. Yeah. And that led to a stoppage of traffic in that general area because they were investigating to find out exactly what, what went on. But they've made two additional arrests. There was an original arrest back in May, and now they've arrested a second teenager. The first one was also a teenager, a second teenager and an 18-year-old. Um, and uh, the one of the, the teen has been charged with murder. The other teen that was arrested back in May was charged with murder. This 18-year-old uh, has been charged with being an accessory after the fact. So. Okay. So, and, and, and you may remember, and of course the loss of any teen is important, but this was the second basketball player shot and killed in that general area this uh, spring. Um, a, a John Dickerson was the other one. He was shot and killed shortly after Highland Springs won their state basketball championship. And in both cases, we're, we're talking about robberies uh, and which, which led to murder. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very unfortunate, but did they, did uh, Henrico say anything about are they looking for more people or is this the conclusion they're, they're, of the arrests that they've made in this case? They're continuing to investigate. They didn't suggest that, that they believe there are more people out there, but they're continuing to investigate. They're obviously yeah. wrapping up any loose ends that, that remain there. 
Yep. So, so, but again, you know, it, it's good that, that her family gets closure and she uh, correct me. And I, I'm, I don't mean, correct me if I'm wrong, because I doubt you have this in front of me. She, I believe was an all region or all state player. She I was a very that. high yeah, level. She was a good player. She was a very high level, level player. Not that yeah. that makes a difference, see, no. you know, and, but it, she was well, well known. Well, you know, I mean, she was basically Henrico's top player, yeah. um, yep. you know, last year, Henrico high school's top player. Um, Moving on to another story, um, you know, we, we, story we've been covering for a couple of days now, of course, the escape from the uh, Hopewell prison camp, uh, the prison, you know, basically work camp, uh, the federal uh, federal prison work camp. I'll get this yeah. all straight down at, down in Hopewell. Uh, they finally have resolved the, the escapes. Yeah, the fourth person uh, surrendered himself to authorities. They say at uh, U.S. Marshals Service says it happened about 10 this morning. Uh, Lamont Willis uh, was the guy who uh, was the remaining es- escapee who was still on the run uh, as of, you know, as of last night, overnight, and very early this morning. Uh, they say he surrendered himself uh, around 10 this morning back in custody, and he joins the others. Um, now, they, uh, you may remember that they came or they walked away from this prison camp in Hopewell on Saturday, or they were noticed to be missing on Saturday, early Saturday. And on Monday, the first of the four came back, and that was uh, Tavares Graham. And then two came back early on Tuesday, and that was Kareem Shaw and uh, Corey Branch. And then today was the last one, uh, that being Lamont Willis. So uh, in addition to the uh, charges they already faces and the time that they're already facing uh, behind bars because of their prior offenses, some are drug offenses, some are firearms, drug offenses, but they're going to have federal escape charges, you would think, eventually tacked on to their uh, uh, sentence. So that means uh, whatever time they were going to spend is going to be lengthened uh, eventually. Very interesting that all three, uh, all four, excuse me, all four um, basically sur- turned themselves in as compared to 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 having to be captured right, by marshals. Run, yeah, like yeah. found and, ten states to the west of us. Right, right. And, and 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 I'm not going to speculate as to why that is the case or anything. That's that that's not. We haven't gotten any any insider information or anything. But just very very interesting that all 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 four ended up surrendering. Right. And, and they could have run into people who were like, well, you know, you need to get you need to turn yourself in and be the, the you know, the better man here, at least, uh, you know, yeah, it, it stop, stop running away. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they were saying in this uh, release, the U.S. Marshals Service, of course, they're still investigating as to why and how this happened, as well as they said. And I think we knew this as well, that the camp that they um, they escaped from was kind of a minimum security camp. The place where they're housed normally is a medium security facility, but this camp where they were doing whatever is a minimum security facility. Doesn't mean that it's easy to escape. It just means it's, um, it's not as highly secured as other, you know, prison facilities, but still probably uh, hard to get out of. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Moving on to our, our final two stories. One, today was the first day that the Hemrico, Richmond Hemrico Health District offered uh, vaccine shots to kids five and under. Um, they were expecting 40 kids. They ended up with 60 and then also told another seven to 10 to come back tomorrow and made appointments for them. 
So large number demand, not surprising. If you've been on Twitter, if you have friends um, or parents of kids in that age range, they, you know, especially people who are supportive of the vaccines, they've been demanding this for a long time. So it's not surprising that there was heavy demand day one. Yeah. And it's been, you know, well over a year since the first group uh, got uh, cleared for a vaccine. So this is for people who want the vaccine. This is a long time coming. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, then our final story, and this probably would have been the lead story like any other day, but today, um, the Jefferson Davis statue from uh, from the Monuments on Monument Avenue is on display. You can go and see it. Um, It's at the Valentine Museum, um, better known as the Valentine. Um, Little interesting tie there. Uh, It was uh, Edward Valentine who uh, who designed, sculpted the statue. and um, so they've got it on display. It's on loan from the Black History and Cultural, uh, Black History Museum and Cultural Center. Um, now, I will say this, it's being displayed, not standing up, and it hasn't been cleaned since it was taken down. It is lying down. It looks very much like it did the last moment anyone saw it um, in 2020. Um, it's still got the- covered with graffiti and, and, and paint and stuff like that. So yeah. if you yeah. go see it, don't be shocked because that's yeah. the way it's going to look. Yeah. And, and they said they did that purposefully because one, they're trying to tell the 2020 story and they also want to get to start discussion as to um, where they should go with the statue or where, where Richmond should go with the statue, where the Black History Museum should go with the statue and also right. where Monument Avenue, uh, what the future of Monument Avenue is. And, and this was a direct interview that I had had with uh with Bill Martin, the the director over at the Valentine, and he said, "Yeah, we're we're, we're trying to engage discussion." But correct me if I'm wrong. It also serves the context of how long the statue had been on Monument Avenue, right? Right, right. I mean, it, it tells it tells the whole story. But I mean, really, the story that they're telling as part of this exhibit isn't the. Oh, I understood. But yeah, just you know, to get I'm, I'm more, more explaining yeah. it for, for our for yeah. our listeners. Isn't the 1920 to 2020 statue story? It's the 2020 statue yeah. story. The June right. of 2020, May of 2020 statue story. Exactly. Yep. So, so, and it's you know, and it's interesting just from a standpoint. I'll I'll give you a little insider. Um, give our listeners a little bit of insight. It's very interesting to cover a story of a story you recently covered. I mean, this is, we're talking about history, but it's also recent history. Um, I mean, I still have the pictures on my phone from going out to the Jeff Davis monument 12 hours after it was taken down. I still have pictures of the block in the middle of the road that they, uh, that um, was left there when the statue was pulled down uh, by the protesters. So, you know, it was not hard to find the pictures to illuminate the story, but it's interesting that, you know, it seems so far away and yet so close that it's now an actual exhibit. So, yep. Yep. So, um, so very interesting there. So that's basically, it's an, it's news to us. Uh, episode six uh, for uh, today, June 22nd. Um, obviously you can download this um, and download any episode you want in all future episodes at Stitcher, Spotify, the Odyssey, Odyssey app. app, the Odyssey app. Very important. Uh, we want you to use that one. Uh, you know, it, it's very important because that's how we get paid. Um, and, and it's not on Apple yet. Is that correct? I, I, just and this is um, something that I know with a number of podcasts, Apple takes a long time to get podcasts up. And yeah. I will tell you, there is another It's News to Us podcast um, that you can find on Apple. 
And okay. so, so there may be some issues there, but if you listen to the Odyssey app and listen to our programming on the Odyssey app, you can listen to, uh, listen to our podcast. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I see. Yeah. Odyssey. Oh, is, well, I see the logo is on there. Yeah. So on, 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 on Odyssey or on the, Oh, oh it is. Uh, it, I, I thought I went to Apple to yeah. do it, but uh, that may be the other, the other it's news to us. No, no, it's uh, it's on Apple and uh, it's got the episodes on there. Oh, excellent. So, hey, well, this is Apple. It's now this is in fact news to us. It's, it's, news, news to us. it's news to us that Apple has our podcast. So excellent. We're now on Apple. Yep. So excellent. Everything is good. So please. But there's like, you're right. There's like three it's news to us is on there. <laughs> if you, yeah. Download the correct one. First of all, it'll have my name on Literally it. WRVA logo and and my name on it. Um, although Jeff Stapleton's on like most of them and please leave us a review. Please leave us good reviews. You know, I mean, unless, unless you really think we stink, you know, well, you know, we're, we're accepting of that, but, 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 you know, leave us good reviews. We'll be, we'll be glad. <laughs> we'll be much gladder if you leave us good reviews. Right. So again, that's basically it uh, from us. Obviously we'll uh, be doing this again tomorrow. Jeff is off tomorrow. So it'll just be me tomorrow. Uh, doing uh, episode seven and uh you know of course we'll be here friday as well and if anything breaks maybe we'll do a special as well and i'll be back on friday so it's a little odd that i'm off thursday but back friday yeah so that's how that, that's how it, it's going to work this week so again <laughs> yep. that's it's news to us episode six thank you very much we'll talk to you tomorrow hey rob bradford here i have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what i have known for some time baseball isn't boring now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.